The information on this show is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content contained on this show is for general information purposes only. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained through or from this show with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Thank you and enjoy today's episode of The Matthew Dark Show. down the street he says why am i soft in the middle now why am i soft in the middle of the rest of my life is so hard. bingo bingo bongo welcome in folks so good to have you welcome aboard matthew dark show news talk 1100 wcga and of course the 49th show with you we thank you first one or 49th it's good to have you regardless good night liz cheney that's all she wrote earlier this week wyoming primary spoke spoke loud two to one there out she goes, off she goes. Liz Cheney, though, I believe, somewhat compared herself to Abe Lincoln during the process of, of conceding that. But plenty of get to there, plenty of get to with Biden's scary president. He is in the home, in the pantry, in the cupboard, in the panty drawer of the Trumps in Mar-a-Lago. Very dangerous stuff. Show sponsor, of course, RootsMedical.net. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com. New pediatrician, actually, by the way, at Roots Medical. So now we're servicing. See, I've thought during this whole thing that, my goodness, do pediatricians have a loud and profound potential impact in America right now? Because they're getting the messaging, kids first, best for your kids. You can get on the same page with a parent really quick because they know, for the most part, they want the absolute best for their kids. So if you've got a pediatrician... Acting with integrity, acting with character, acting with do no harm, informed consent, patient choice, all these things that, you know, patients want, they got to have part of medical ethics, all that put together, folks, doing that at the child level, children's level, pediatric level in a climate like this, where you tell that parent, hey, here are the risks, benefits and alternatives to this proposed treatment. In this case, it's COVID-19, Chinese 19 shot. So nonetheless, you can advocate for the adult, but now you you, you simply must speak for the child, the six-month-old, the 10-month-old, the two-year-old, who's maybe that kid's parents are brain dead. They have absolutely no no idea what's going on. They need an educated patient-first provider like nobody's business. Are you kidding? So we're proud to announce that Roots Medical added pediatric care, but of course, uh, hormone, thyroid, GI, the whole bit. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com. Now, there is an active, small but active directory on that website. Feel free, check it out. Email the show, Show at gmail.com. If you need clips, if you need resources, if you need anything, of course, monkeypox already done and gone. Already done and gone. They got caught with their pants down, the WHO, the CDC, all these entities, New York City, running around the world, talking about hysterical monkeypox is coming. Everybody beware. But, you know, let's face it, folks, it couldn't get outside of the homosexual community. So that one backfired hardcore. And now we're on to the next. 
Now, what's curious, folks, there's so much buzzing around. Are you kidding me? What a time to be a conservative American right now. There is so much buzzing around that needs your efforts, that needs your resound. My good, I can't even, we turn, everywhere we turn, there is an attack at the border. We're, we're under siege at the border, under invasion at the border. This is a scary number. Two million in the country that does not count getaways yet. You're talking about record number, record number encounters daily. You'll you'll see these reports of or, or these images of here's a here's a group of 200 coming in this morning in this area, and then another group of 250 migrants over here in this area, and they're coming. They don't stop. This is all day every. This is seven days a week, and as predicted, as advertised, you know what we're getting a tremendous amount of right now. You guessed it single males in their 20s traveling in big herds, big groups, big packs, and they're just being welcomed in. Many of them have very nice clothes. Many of them have very nice technology, equipment, iPhone, smartphone type stuff, earbud type stuff, wireless type stuff. How is this happening? How are they running? They're seeking asylum. They're seeking the... And Mayorkas sits up there in front of Congress, in front of the Senate and tells tells the world that the border's secure. We're getting 2 million new ma- neighbors, associates, friends, citizens, whatever you want to call the, getting 2 million of them a year. Every year that Joe Biden's in office. That's 8 million, folks. That's easy math even for a guy like me. Are you kidding me? And that doesn't, now, now they're breeding. Now they're going. We've talked about this. This is, but, but the point is that now it's out of control to the point of, why? How, how, how do you have a border? How, how is the border not so overrun and overwhelmed at this moment in time with no stop coming? How are you getting these people to show up to work still? How are border agents going to be like, what are we doing? Well, we are in a lost cause here. I'm now scared to be here. I would think that I'm sure they're very brave men and women, but the messaging is so clear. The border patrol is just for show. Uh, for just a little bit of, I guess, order in the inflow. I, but it's certainly not to protect America's best interest. It's certainly not to protect America's under attack, under invasion. They're not using the Border Patrol for that at all. Scary stuff. Scary stuff to think that 2 million plus, that number is not, it's 3 million. We've talked about three or 4,000 new people a day entering this country is like, that's right on track with what they had predicted, suggested, wanted. They're they're here. They're doing it. They tell us it's closed. Our, don't believe your own eyes, right? Your lying eyes. Don't believe them. We can see the herds of them. We were told last year that children, infants, remember how mean Trump was. He was separating everyone. But, but last year, it was the images of the children, AOCs of the world. I mean, the children, the children, there's none of that left, folks. There's none of that left. Single men in their 20s with nice clothes are coming. Single men in their 20s are not great once they get here, even if they're Boy Scouts. That's a job killer. That's a job sucker. They're going to be able to do a lot of professions, uh, carpentry, uh, home building, restaurateurs, uh, anything in hospitality, anything service related. They're going to take a huge piece of jobs. That's two million new supposed jobs. You've got, you either got to pay for them via government everything they need, or they've got to work and take the jobs here. 
our people are already so hard to to put food on the table because of out of control inflation, because of no end in sight. Now, I'll I'll tell you, gas is four bucks a gallon where we are right now. Four bucks. That's down. That's only only four bucks a gallon because it was at five dollars a gallon six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, whatever this was at the high. And it's come down. But that's too much. for. That's still double what people should be paying. That pain hasn't stopped. All your services, all your subscriptions, all these things that people have in their lives, they're all moving up very quickly. They're certainly moving up quicker than your wages, unfortunately. My wages, unfortunately. So you can't really sit here and look at Joe Biden with with an area of of comfort. He he signed into, what does he rely on? He just signed in this inflation booster, turbo booster, and shame on these guys. They did it once again. Obama's great accomplishment in his presidency was, of course, the Affordable Care Act. And it turned out to be the exact opposite. It was very expensive insurance for garbage insurance. Remember, Obama said, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. And that was a big fat lie. But they named that act the Affordable Care Act. And nobody asked any questions. Here, it's in. Good. Awful. It was awful for health care. Here we go again, the Inflation Reduction Act, and it's more government spending, and it's government spending that's got us here in the first place, and we're supposed to sit back and say, okay, well, because of the name, this should work, right? I mean, it's Inflation Reduction Act. So even though they're spending a ton of money, it's going to continue to drive energy costs up. It's a green, new, little miniature, hidden, snucking-in Green New Deal, ton of spending, and ton of IRS uh, IRS is bulking up. They're arming up. They're buying guns and ammunition. They had an ad. This was a legitimate ad. They've removed that. Willing to use deadly force. This was a part of their hiring ad, hiring spree that they're going on. 87,000 new agents, billions of dollars. They're going to be by far one of the most significant body group employed by our U.S. government. You think that makes people feel good? No. On liberal media, they're actually mocking those that are concerned by this. For the wealthy elite that don't have never done their own taxes and are paid limitless f- sources of money to, to really just give their opinion on conspiracy theories, they're mocking the average person. They're mocking the average person who's upset about having to pay $4 a gallon, get an electric car. They're laughing, they're mocking. The COVID vaccine, you get four or five of them. They get four or five of these, these elites, four or five shots, and they still have the nerve to say, oh, I'm so thankful to be vaccinated. My symptoms are mild. You should have never got the thing in the first place. Are you kidding me, you fools, you buffoons? Hey, we're just getting started. We're hot, we're getting going. It's news talking. It's 1100, it's WCGA, Matthew Dark Show. Stay here. Hey everybody, Roots Medical here with an exciting update about the practice. In addition to specialties in hormones, thyroid, and gut health, Roots Medical is thrilled to now offer pediatrics. Scheduling is easy and the appointments are comprehensive, genuine, and focused on your child. Take control of your child's health care by scheduling at Roots Medical. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical. 
www.roots.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. News, politics, current events, and more. You're listening to the one and only Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays on WCGA. All right, folks, back with you, Matthew Dark Show, segment two, getting started, of course, show producer Tarek Jean. He wants to do something special for the 50th show. He's all into this uh, big five zero. If you have any thoughts there, email the show, the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. I think it would only be fitting to have him in, have him on that episode, no doubt. I'm sure he'll give me his uh, his thumbs up, heads up, good to go on that uh, subject. I'd love to get a liberal in here. I'd love to get in here and really debate why it's okay. Two million that we know of new members of the United States get to come in and in many cases, they have a better life than the poor Americans that are already here. And when I mean poor, are poor inner cities, have no resources, have no voice. It, it's hard for the average American to see, you know, n- nice looking mid-20s, wearing nice clothes, have the smartphone. It's hard to see that person come into the country and somehow think, yeah, I get it would make sense if we paid for them to get some good stuff and get moving along. And and I'm sure we have room to fit. I'm sure there's room for more everywhere, limitlessly. Is there limitlessly room for more when it comes to immigration? How can there be? We've already seen it's too much. We have our own labor issues here. I mean, my good stop. You know, sometimes you get, you get sick of explaining it or speaking out loud when you're trying to get some rationale, some reasoning, try to make sense of the liberal point of view, especially when it comes to immigration and how that has no bad consequence. It's totally fine. It has no consequences anywhere. They're all choir boys. They're all Boy Scouts. If they're not a Boy Scout, they're a Girl Scout, but they're certainly America first, even though they just got all their lies. It's just blah, blah, blah. You know, it's a lie. But how on earth do you begin to, when do people say, I don't think this is a good idea anymore. There's now Nowhere to park, nowhere to live, nowhere to eat, nowhere to work. They're not stopping. They're coming. Ah, stop. Sometimes it's just like, stop. You're not making sense and you're not using any sense. These are our liberal elites. These are some of our most well thought of powerful people. And yet you worry that they don't have an IQ in the teens with some of this thinking. Joe Manchin is... Done. I mean, he's done in the sense of he who cares? He's 76 when the next time his election is up. He's very, very wealthy. He's a good old boy. He'll be taken care of forever. So, of course, he can sneak one in here and play these foolish Republicans. I just think it's hilarious, though, that that at the end of the day, whether you like Republicans or Democrats, just Prove to me that one of them gives a snot about you, that they're doing anything for you. Now, I know of one that's now sitting on the sideline, uh, in fact, having his home raided by the FBI, that was for the average Joe, common citizen, President Trump. I know that. But how is Mitch McConnell doing anything? How is Mitch McConnell any better than a Joe Manchin in this situation? He's not. None of them care. These are all wonderful actors pretending to be on one side or the other. But at the end of the day, they're hanging out. They're on the houseboat. They're having cigars. They're having drinks. They're patting each other on the ass and saying, what are we going to come up with tomorrow? These are sick pigs, folks. They don't leave, though, until you tell them you're out of here. 
But Trump's home, everybody wants to say January 6th, January 6th, FBI, that's why they're there. It's not true. I, I mean, maybe if they found this, you know, like a, a handwritten note from Donald Trump saying, I confess to an exciting a riot, an insurrection. Okay, fine. Okay, great. But this is really simple, folks. For, don't, don't worry about January 6th. Well, remember what happened on January 5th, which is actually a more critical moment in history. January 5th, in which the state of Georgia elected two Democratic senators, and nobody said anything because of the charades, the show, the BS, the next day, January 6th. But they should have known, and of course they do know, the Democrats, that you can't incite, fire up, and insult Trump's believers, his fans. You can't do something like this and think that this will do nothing other than completely inspire them, make them go nuts, make them get to the every polling booth they can from here until the 2024 election. They knew this was going to inspire people to support Trump. And that's why this goes farther than that. Regard, who cares about January 6th? Democrats right now want to do every single thing they can potentially look at, find, come up with to get Trump under indictment, unable to run for election, and it could have absolutely nothing to do with January 6th. January 6th, we know, is dead and over. It has nobody cared. They made all these primetime events out of the thing, hearing after hearing. Nobody cared. In fact, people hated it. You know how we know that? The state of Wyoming rejected, puked out Liz Cheney for her conduct regarding impeachment and this ongoing, we can't get Trump out of our mind. He scared us like nobody's business and we're just not able to get over it. That's Liz Cheney. That's George Bush. That's all these sick rhino pigs, filthy ones that, and there was a great state senator that I've met here in this last year's, uh, Senator Ted Harvey. And what they talked about was a wolf in sort of sheep clothes, how hard it is to rally against a rhino. But it's real easy to rally against Joe Biden. You can look at him. But when you've got a snake in there sort of playing you, uh, making a deal on both sides, really not a, ever serving their constituents' best interests, we know that. Those are hard to rally against. So, so the lesser of two evils is still evil. If you're not a Trump, a pro-Trump guy or woman running for public office, you will not sniff one vote of a Trump voter. Because you're either all in for America first, citizen first, or you're part of what we're going through right now, which is a disaster, which is disgraceful, which is harming children, which is forcing people to shut their mouths, do as they're told when it comes to their bodies, what they choose to do for a career. I can't tell you how many scenarios that have come either via text or via phone call to this office, Roots Medical. I can't tell you how many. And they said, you know, my employer's going to make me get the shot, what should I do? Or what can you guys do if I don't want to get the shot my employer's making her? And I finally had a young gal, 23 years old. She made a lot of sense. We were going to get her all set up for a vaccine exemption. She's got her new job, vaccine exemption appointment. This is so that you don't have to go through like four shots in three months to get up to speed, boosted this and the other. For some employer that thinks they have the right to do this. 
Now, this is before the CDC had, and that's what's crazy about this stuff. The CDC is now saying vaccinated, unvaccinated. It's all the same. Don't do it if you don't want to do it. You don't have to. CDC is saying this, but stop. Think about this for a second. 23-year-old girl says, wait a second. I don't know if I want to do the appointment. I don't know if I want to work for these guys. I just need some time. But she says this in closing. She says this. She says, do I really want to work for an employer that would make me go through all this? Should I just hang out and look for something better? And I was like, wow, that's a smart thing. Because you know what people have done? They've gotten a vaccine to go on a cruise. They've gotten a vaccine for personal pleasure. And they've gotten a vaccine for ignorance. Don't get me wrong. But she said this, something very, this is a new person getting out of college, 23 years old. Your first job. And you're willing to commit to them the potential of being infertile, of dropping dead because sudden adult death syndrome, they've, they've came from the vaccine. That's why we have that. You're willing to go through all these potential side effects as a 23-year-old person for this job? Is this job, is this a million dollars a year? Is this the job of your dreams? Is this job unattainable anywhere else? Do you trust that if you stood true to your values that you could find something better than this because it was about you and your values aligned? I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was well said. I encouraged her. And I also told her, I believe this, that every single employer will undoubtedly be on the wrong side of history and litigation that thinks they have the right to tell each and every individual that works for them what to do with their bodies, what to do with their schedule of their health care. You know, maybe this 23-year-old girl would be interested in a vaccine, but does she have to make that decision pre-pregnancy, pre-meeting her husband, pre-setting her life? Can she commit to that after? Now or never. So change your life for this entry-level job or you're, you're out and we'll make sure you don't work. You, you, you'll be feared that you won't make it in society if you're not back. Does that message work for any of you? It doesn't work on me. When it, when it was early, when it was hot, I think that scared a lot of people into getting the vaccine, that they would forego many pleasures of society. But this is all Joe Biden stuff. This is all Democrat stuff. Their policies are so heinous that they colluded with the FBI, the Department of Justice, to raid President Trump's home in the hopes of finding something in there, somewhere, somehow, that they could use to indict on. Because nobody would sign up for these kind of policies. Nobody would sign up for stuff that makes literally no sense to even the most open-minded. Democrats' policies are so bad, even the most... How about this? Democrats' policies are so bad, it makes smart people dumb as bricks trying to figure it out. You just can't. Stay with us. News Talking, Matthew Dark Show. This is the Matthew Dark Show. If we see evil, we slay evil. Saturdays at noon, right here on WCGA. Who can say where the road goes, where the day flows? 
right, folks, back with you. Roots Medical Show sponsor. Of course, we announced this pediatric care now. Pediatrician uh, in office. So really, you could treat newborn to 90 years old here. So that we're so excited to announce that. Uh, and it's all about the kids. Uh, kids can't speak. And if they got dumb parents, and when I say dumb parents, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm very comfortable using that word. You're injecting this stuff into a six-month-old. But you know what? I have a lot of pride in, I'm so thankful in. Only 4% of six-month-olds are vaccinated, which means 96% of parents get it. No thanks. Now, the 4% that did it are, are, are no question mentally ill, potentially not suitable to have children in their home. I don't know. I would absolutely have child services a part of that immediately. But no offense, folks, that speaks loudly. 4% of Parents have said, yeah, go ahead and give me the vaccine under five. 96 cents, 96% said, no, thank you. Holy cow. Thank you, America, for that. So couple that, the response, the parents' response to child vaccination. Okay, so keep that number in mind, 4% on six-month-old. Shocking it's that high, but it is 4%. And then you have the CDC sort of rolling back, scaling back all their guidelines that they've had to kind of come to admission, come to repentance of the social distancing, the six feet that they, that was an arbitrary made up means nothing thing. Anybody tells you that if you see that signage, that's an old relic of an old lie of an old myth endorsed, sponsored and intensified by the CDC. Shame on them. Despicable. You really do need Republican leadership, Senate, Congress, White House. You need all three. And the people, this is the Rochelle Walensky's of the CDC, the Dr. Fauci's of the world, the Dr. Burks's of the world, these known liars where it's all evidence right there. These people all absolutely need to be tried for their crimes. This has to be done. This can never be done to people again. If there's not consequences for what was done with COVID-19, Chinese-19, Wuhan-19, it's permission to do it again worse. That's very clear. I hope people understand that. This must be held to account with a stern message of, "Mm, don't make that mistake again. It ruined those people's lives. And when I say ruined, they won't see their kids again. They're in jail for life. They are in conditions for life. Their life is unrecognizable. Dr. Fauci's life needs to become unrecognizable for his conduct and his continued lies and myth promotions. He still won't come clean on transmission. He still won't come out and say COVID vaccines do nothing for transmission. He won't say it. He couldn't say it. He knows it because he, of course, has had four vaccines and still, of course, gets COVID all the time. He takes Paxlovid and and the whole gamut, the, the Pfizer CEO. He, of course, four vaccines and Paxlovid and we're hoping he makes through. I don't believe any of these people got the vaccine. I don't think Joe Biden could handle and survive four vaccines. And and I don't think so. And they know this this stuff had some killer qualities to it, some killer sauce in there. So I don't believe it. But let's say you did. It speaks even worse if they did four vaccines and you're now having symptoms. Give me a break. We've said it. I ask that you repeat it. Anybody asks about vaccine. If you got four polio vaccines and still got polio, Are you going to run around and say how thankful you are to have have had the polio vaccine? Really? Stop. But Hillary Clinton does it. Bill Clinton says it. Joe Biden says it. Obama says it. How thankful they all are to have had the vaccine, yet they're all sick and they're just thankful they didn't die from it. They are out of their minds. 
and their fans, their sycophants, they're out of their mind to believe this BS. So when the CDC rolls it back, rolls back these crazy masking that vaccinated is somehow better or superior to the unvaccinated. That myth is broken now. It's not going to be on CNN. It's not going to be advertised everywhere you turn. But the CDC has stated that there is no difference in social settings between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. I still see hilarious signs on businesses' doors that says, if you've been vaccinated, you can, don't worry about, don't worry about a mask. But we still recommend a vax for a mask for those that are unvaccinated. But then you look at that science like, but the vaccine does nothing for transmission. Why the hell would you not let them wear a mask? You want a mask on the vaccinated. Are you kidding me? They're shedding viral load like nobody's business and it does nothing. You want the vaccinated like a triple mask if you're going to go down that road. They don't they have it all wrong. So they wanted to pleasure them, give them a benefit, give them a little perk, forget the vaccine, that you can walk around a store. But that's all been a debunked myth now. CDC says there's no difference between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. So you folks, we're free. You're liberated. You are, this is the moment in time you can't go back. Basic viral evolution says viruses get more contagious, less aggressive. They can't wipe out the host every time like they were in the beginning of COVID. Now, the early, early COVID folks, no idea, no treatment. Who knows? It's scary. Here we come. That was timing that was bummer for them because there was really no help. Three months later, though, there's been support on the way, research on the way, uh, improvements on the way for early COVID treatment. And then the vaccines have come through and really messed this whole thing up. You, you, you could make the argument that no vaccine at all, you'd already be done with COVID and it'd be even milder at this point. You could argue that you'd have the millions of lives back that you did that you killed with the vaccine. You get a lot of stuff back. Moment in time comes, folks, where you'll have to make that decision. It's either all good or all bad. You can't be in the middle of the road on something like the vaccine ever again in the history of this world, in this country. When they tell you here's government medicine, you have to have a instant flashback to what they did with COVID-19. We know if you if you remained unvaccinated, you now know you were on the right side of history. You know that automatically. There will be another one though that they tell you has improvements. It's, oh my gosh, it's even safer than that. And it's this and the other. And you'll continue to have to lean on that experience of government vaccines don't work at all. Pfizer vaccines don't work at all. In fact, they'll kill you. No, thank you. Where's the early treatment? You'll think like that going forward. Monkeypox didn't get off the ground for a reason. It lives in the homosexual community. And people laughed at the idea that we're going to run back indoors for something like monkeypox. Rejected, blown off the person's porch. Not going to happen. But the point is, is it comes back again. It, they could make something that kills 15%. COVID's a one percenter. They could make something that goes 15. That's not, that's not, a hard, that's not hard for me to get around my head at all. But the response from the citizen has to be the same each time. Government can't pick when to open schools. You know, there's schools still closed as the CDC is saying, party's over. We're good. Go back. Everybody live. But schools still want that. See, colors are being shown here, folks. Why would a school district in L.A. still want to require vaccination and masking now as the CDC is saying it's unnecessary? Why would they want that? They don't want you in the classroom. They don't want you getting the exposure that we saw. Why, why are they doing that? 
Why would you now become so mentally ill and, and sort of dependent on COVID policies that you don't know how to return if you're a teacher in L.A.? You don't know how to have face-to-face communication anymore that, that scares you, that makes you uncomfortable as a teacher. It's never been articulated how some, for some reason, it's better to teach a kid through a computer screen because it was better for the teacher. That was never been articulated well to me on how we'd even listen to that conversation. But teachers unions simply email or write a letter to the White House, contribute to the White House, and they, they push their weight around. And all of a sudden, kids are last. You know, with the money that they're going to use to beef up the IRS, I mean, don't get me started, of course, the border, of course, there's so these, but how many homeless kids could you house? How many homeless kids could you feed? How many schools could you hire up on? I mean, you name it. You don't have to be an Einstein to see where our priorities are in this country. It's now our priorities are tax collections. And don't you think it's going to be sort of heavily slanted towards conservative tax collection. I think that was pretty obvious. That will certainly start there. Why would they attack their own just yet? You can suck every middle-class conservative dry and then move on to your own. But to suggest that you're not going to get an audit, to suggest that you're not going to pay more in taxes, to suggest that you're going to somehow I mean, think about that. That's some sick, cruel way to treat inflation. They're going to raise rates. They're going to decrease your paycheck in the form of higher taxes. Inflation is sort of this ongoing, always there. It's not going down. You're going to see higher levels than we are right now with very little help coming in relief below. You tell me how people would sign up for this stuff if they had to go sign their name to it get up and go to a poll and say, yeah, give me more of this. Give me an environment where I was already scared on how am I going to pay for next month's rent, next month's meal, next week's this. Give me a future where that's even more unclear and more uncertain. Nobody signs up for that, folks. Hey, we got one more. We're here. News Talk, Matthew Dark Show, 1100. Coming back. The Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays at noon on WCGA. It's more than just a talk show. It's an experience. Back. Uh, and so, yeah, just we opened the top of the show. Liz Cheney, it wasn't clear. She compared herself to Abe Lincoln, said she would do anything in her power to keep President Trump out of office, and essentially said she would be running for president. So very bizarre, you know, probably not all there, not well, for sure. Very wealthy, though. Another person that, you know, came in to politics with one net worth, and then it swelled in office. I I know there's nothing going on funny, but it just always shocks me how they go in very sort of average wealth, but they leave wealthy and powerful and growing and in boards and in my goodness. And now we know they're all insider trading and illegal trading. Of course, the Senator Michael Bennett, this state, 
very wealthy. I mean, a $2 million home in Denver, a $1 million home in Washington, a fluent person, business, but actually had the gall to say out loud that he He'll trade stocks on some information, but this particular piece of information wasn't good enough for him. I mean, stunning admission. I just don't understand, though, how are we going to ensure election integrity? Because nobody's voting for this. Well, we know mail-in's going to be huge. It's not, monkeypox was, they tried monkeypox. Is this something that could rev up, that would shut down elections? But you could see a couple things for elections. You could see power outage for election. Shut it down that night, force mail-in. You're going to see as much ballot harvesting, as much blasting. You're going to see more of this Secretary of State conduct all across the country where you have polling locations closing down to go count with candidates mysteriously changing places, leads changing, all this stuff. You remember. Are you kidding me? Of course that's going to happen. How, How is it going to be, though, known that it's going on? And there is video of it and evidence. How is it going to be going on and then called and held to account? It has to be. Cheating the elections like they did in 2020 has to go down as the ultimate, you don't do this in any, we'd rather you kill your mother. We'd rather you do the most despicable things you can think of. You don't ever tamper with an election in the United States. It has to be like that, right? Why, why, why wouldn't you want it like that? Why would you want it as flimsy as a piece of mail that goes to wherever you want it to go to, per whomsoever just direction? They've printed it, essentially filled it out. All you got to do is put an X on it as your name and you send it in. How many ballots did we see that only they, the person only voted for Joe Biden? Really? They wouldn't just vote down the ballot, Democrat? They literally just took the time to go vote for him. Fill out the thing and send it back. Uh, BS, bull. It's not true. So there's incredible concern. Incredible concern. How are they going to do it? Nobody's signing up for this type of policy. So how do they stay in power? How do they ever return to power once they lose it with this kind of stuff? That's why the President Trump situation is scary in the sense that they're going for the kill. They're saying that we cannot run against President Trump. If he gets in there, he'll bury. See, President Trump was naive. He was was naive. There was some naivete displayed in his early presidency, really when it came to personnel. And he was a novice, let's face it. No, he's astute. He's very strong. He's very bold. He's very courageous. He's very accomplished. But there was naivete on who to trust, who to play ball with, who to put in what position. Jeff Sessions goes down as probably the greatest mistake in the history of presidential appointments. Because if Jeff Sessions remains in power and overseeing the Russia BS, that's over in months. And you get three years of unhindered Trump presidency. But that didn't happen. Not even close. I mean, these lunatics got Jeff Sessions to recuse himself, step out of the way. And they run around still to this day talking about Trump, that he's a Russian spy, Russian agent. And, and now that he was, now he was prepared to sell nuclear codes to the Russians and the Chinese and divulge all that. The American first president, the pro-American president, the drain the swamp president is actually a Russian spy, is actually in cahoots with China. Hates, he wanted to get China on its knees where it belonged 
and push them back where they belong. But he actually was selling, he's selling nuclear codes. He's selling uh, intellectual property to China. He's selling national security secrets to China. This is the pro-America, pro-Joe Blow, President Trump. People buying that story now? Are Democrat fans that you know were glued to CNN in the early days of Trump yeah, get him, bash him, get him on, talk bad about him on Saturday Night Live and make fun of him. And he's a Russian spy and get him out of there. This is treason. Remember all those hysterical fools? How ignorant do they look now? How ignorant do they look now? They doubled down with COVID. They doubled down when they said, oh, there's no election problem here. Total integrity. Uh, Elections shut down for a week all the time. Elections are done exclusively by mail all the time. 100,000 straight votes for one candidate come in all the time. 100,000 straight. Really? Wow. And all for Joe Biden, huh? Trump got a legitimate 75 million. That's powerful. That's powerful. He didn't get a single free vote. He didn't get a single computer-generated vote. Didn't get that benefit out, not once. And we're supposed to believe that if you question the election, you're a fool, you're a white supremacist. We're supposed to believe that people would sign back up for this and they want to give us these results and you just shut your mouth and don't ask any questions. That's the next phase that comes. You know, Putin has like an 80 some odd, nine, 89% approval rating. But, but the, the threat is if you don't give that approval rating, you maybe don't live indoors again. You don't eat again. Maybe you don't breathe again. China, same thing. You don't have the choice to not like this. Kennedy. I don't have the choice in China to despise Joe Biden and think he is scum. Oh, and Jill Biden, Jill, J-I-L-L, Dr. Jill, Jill and Joe, it sounds really close, really sick stuff, really sick couple. But Dr. Jill, of course, she also COVID positive. Uh, So she couldn't join the president earlier this week as he came to sign that atrocious inflation stimulating bill, which just means more Fed rate cuts. So how does this work? Oh, I see. Joe Blow gets it both sides. He's paying crazy rates as recession. (laughs) People are going to sign up for more of that in the fall. I don't think so. November, you can mark, folks, as one of the most critical times in American history. I can tell you that right now. That is is not a Pollyanna moment. That is not a, a hysterical moment to declare that. November is a really big deal. State of Georgia is a really big deal. Conservative in power, conservatives in the Senate, conservatives in Congress, as long as there is conservatives in the lead there, folks, this madness stops. And we do get to see the raid of Hunter Biden. We do get to see Joe Biden ask about, hey, you said you never talked to your son's business partners. What gives? He has to answer that now. He's under investigation for that now. That, that all happens in a conservative-led Congress. The opposite happens, though, in a Democrat-led Congress in which Joe Biden can do whatever he wants and nobody will ask a question. In fact, you ask a question, your life's not safe. Okay? That's number one. You, you wanted freedom of choice on this vaccine? No. You will get it and your kid will get it. And your kid will also get a sex change and you will like it. You understand? And if you have any questions, unemployment line, I'd be glad to talk to you. Open border, 
Okay, they won't even pretend anymore. They will actually advertise. Yes, today would be a good day to come to America. We are absolutely wide open. Lines are short. Come on in. Come on down, folks. Get in here. America takes all of them, even a single male in his 20s. I said, sick. But that's what's on the line in November. You know that. I know that. They know that. They know that if they lose this November election, there's no way they get back in power for a long, long time. It's eight years. It'll take decades of incredibly God-centered, strong leadership to undo what's gone on the last, not even two years with Joe Biden. There was rotten decay with Obama. And there was rotten decay with George Bush. Don't get me wrong. It's just been put in a microwave with Joe Biden, the George Floyd you know, 2020, shake your head at 2020. My goodness, the racism, I mean, just totally rewrote the book on racism and America's history and CRT, completely wrote medical books on if children can have, excuse me, if little boys and little girls are interchangeable, you can switch. You may be of born wrong sex. Men can have babies, all these different things. This all got put into a microwave with Joe Biden. Because they went for the kill knowing that this would be their last shot. If they couldn't get away with another steel job, con job, heist, election, this stuff's never getting in. This climate junk they spent all this money on, that's in. They knew that's a last ditch. They may never have something like this again, power-wise, the Democrats, and they know it. Folks, you can't let the gas up. Nobody got dogs coming in because she knows it's almost close time here. Bernadette will pipe it down. We're almost done. You can't take your foot off the gas, folks. You cannot take your foot off the gas. If you're passionate about a free America, for you, your kids, all that, and all those cliches, but just if you're just passionate about doing the right thing, Democrats can never be in office again. They can never be in power again. They've betrayed the American people on so many horrific levels that it's almost a permanent punishment. Life without parole. You're out. Folks, we got to get out. But boy, this has been a good one to be with you. We got show 50 coming up next week. We'll try and do something special. We'll get Tarek in here. Remember this, though, folks. Serve God. Help others stay good. Good night. Good night.